relax your throat muscles, don't bite, <laughs> and slide it in. <laughs> Point's pretty small. Like you're either home or visitor. There's yeah. not a lot of places right. to go there. It's cool calling somebody a butthole. Dennis Taylor. I'm not going to apologize to that wimp. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am. As always, the host of the show, very, very special episode here. Those of you that tune in every single week know that we do a topical show, but sometimes we go off the board, we talk about different stuff, and in this case, we do one of your favorite things, and we review a movie. You have tuned in to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast review of the 1982 classic Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, I am joined, as always, each and every week by co-host of the program, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Doing well. I I feel like this is not even close. This is by far the best quality movie we've ever done. It's a good movie, and we'll get into it, so let's uh, save it for the air, as we say in the biz. Um, Also joined by someone who you hear on this show Pretty often, and that reminds me, we got before we get into the show, we have to review a recent voicemail we got about Jason Stewart because I have some questions. He joins us now. He joins us often. It is the aforementioned Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you? Hey, Hello, everybody. It's good to see that uh, you guys are back in the Jason Stewart business, huh? Oh, he got Sweet. all kind of hurt. He was yeah. he was upset. He said, "We're not in the Jason Stewart business." Every time, every time somebody tweets, this Jason Stewart is he's. Such a uh, he's he's fishing for uh, some kind of sympathy from people because people but reach out and they go, they go hey when when am I going to hear you on the Ball Lifestyle podcast and and then he immediately goes uh, it sounds like they're out of the Jason Stewart business what is that Jason speak to that well I mean you do have to admit that um, you had a chance to go to Vegas. For a bachelor I'm not doing this again. weekend, not I'm bachelor not weekend, but an, the show, the bachelor weekend. I'm not doing and this. You, uh, and you passed. And then we haven't scheduled a uh, bachelorette out, huh? podcast in weeks. So I just figured well, you're out of I'm not watching that show. Have, have you been watching that show? No. The answer is no. Every minute. Was I ever invited? No. No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> Additionally, those are voices you hear here all the time. There's an additional voice. There's someone else here. Someone you have not heard on this show in quite a while. Why? Because he's big time. Yep. He's too big. He's just too much of a star for us. And you're out of the Travis Rogers business. It is the one and only (laughs) Travis Rogers making his triumphant return to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Travis Rogers, welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be back. You only bring me in when it's time to do a movie. I feel, um, well, I feel neglected. I don't like to go to the well too often. <laughs> I understand. Know? And so I want to use you at the best times. Uh, and I know this movie pretty well. You're a busy guy. You don't want to yeah. use your closer too often. <laughs> That's no, exactly. Unless you're you, don't, Dave you just Roberts. bring them in when the, there's a win at stake. You don't want to use your Kenley Jansen too often. Okay. So I'm reminded um, that before we get into this movie review, somebody recently reached out to the show and they had a specific message for Jason Stewart, and I'd like to catch up on that now, if you guys don't mind. So, if you'll indulge me, 
a brief digression to listen to a voicemail we received on the show. Take a listen. What up? Hey, Brian. Hey, uh, good show, dudes. Keep up the good work, man. Uh, But I really called because I wanted to talk to you guys about uh, Hollywood screen star, former jungle legend and phone screener, dorm room perv, and the 57 mole kid. Hold on. There, there was some question about that, Jason. What was that? What was that? The second to last? Is there? What? Is dor- well, dorm room perv. <laughs> oh, dorm. A, I thought you said there, born room. Like he's a, into the born identity or something. There's a very famous story about um, <laughs> somebody showing up to a party at Cal State Fullerton in the late 80s, early 90s, where Jason Stewart and at least nine other dudes were just hanging out watching pornography together. (laughs) Ten dudes, one dorm room, watching pornography. That's a lot of guys. But Jason... Too many, frankly. After after calling you a dorm room... (laughs) Like nine too many? (laughs) he, He calls you... The fifty-seven mole kid. Now, is that a sanctioned nickname? I don't. I don't. I haven't heard that one before. Or did, is this guy making that up himself? I, I have no idea what fifty-seven has to do with anything. Okay, well, Hold on. Heinz ketchup, maybe. Oh, good point. Good point. There's a lot of spices in fifty-seven that. varieties. Is right? fifty-seven accurate? Have we ever gotten a hard number? Way, it's it's way over with Heinz. Over. They make over. ketchup and relish. That's it. That's two. And that's and that sauce. There's this Heinz 57 sauce that's really kind of its own thing. It's, it's kind of good. It's right. kind of like I, A1, but it's not A1. It's kind of good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Up to three. Yeah. Yeah. I need you to come up with 54 more. <laughs> <laughs> I remember okay. when I took, uh, I bought uh, Travis uh, gift cards to the Sizzler for Christmas one year. We went, <laughs> went to the Sizzler and they offer that Heinz 57 sauce there. Jason bought me a gift certificate to the Sizzler for like $100. Do you know how hard it is to spend $100 at the Sizzler? That's a year and a half. (laughs) It's as many times as you want to go. This reminds me, and Jason, you told me a story. You told me a story one time. You, for those that don't know, uh, Jason and Travis worked together in the radio business for many, many years. Jason, recant for us. No, wait. Recount for us, if you wouldn't mind, the time Travis Rogers showed up to work one day to tell you about a new diet, the Atkins diet, <laughs> that he was trying out and tell, and, and tell us how that went. It works. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure there's a punchline in here. Am I missing something? <laughs> yeah, Travis no. showed up and said, my wife's friend only eats bacon and cheese and she's lost <laughs> like 30 pounds. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like fun. So, yeah. so we did it. So yeah. Travis and I both embarked on it, and we became like rail thin. Where did and you go? Where did you? Where would you guys go? Oh, okay. For lunch? So yeah, that's right. So we would go to the uh, all, down the street. There was the all you could eat buffet uh, at Pizza Hut, and in and Van Nuys. Yes, Van Nuys. And Travis <laughs> you, and I would. We you were on go, a porn shoot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we would go. <laughs> we would take just the cheese and pepperoni off the pizzas and eat it. And then we'd have literally like three three feet worth of yes. crust stacked yes. on top of each other, and that's just, not even an exaggeration. Yes, and a little salad just, on the side, just, a little salad, yeah, just <laughs> stacking crust like, like it was at least four pizzas worth must of have been crust. Super hot look, <laughs> like <laughs> stacked the, crust like the NBD. workers. 
the workers would walk around and just despise us when they looked at our stack. <laughs> You'd come through the door and they would eye roll as hard as a human being so could good. eye roll. So good. You, could, you, could feed, you could feed all of the homeless people in Van Nuys with our lunch scraps. Unbelievable. Okay, let's get yeah, back to the diet plans where there's really like a complicated idea. I feel like Atkins just kind of mailed it in and was like, uh, all right, just cheese and pepperoni just no bread <laughs> right yeah it works kind of a lazy option no it does Perfect. work it does work it's an effective I, diet. I get it i yeah. get it but it's kind of lazy right uh okay let's, that's why it works let's let's get back to um jason's uh voicemail fan let's let's see what else he has to say hey, hey jay stew i mean jay stew is iconic as he is wooden and laconic, but has he ever gotten laid? I know the poor sap was who humiliated on blind dates with Roger Lodge That's back in the day, but he's a sweet kid, man. I'm hoping he's not like some other 40-year-old virgin or something, man. Let's get that kid some trim at least for <laughs> once in his life, huh? God bless him. Hey, Jay Stu. Keep grinding, butt brother, and not just on yourself, huh? Ed and Brian, <laughs> love the show, guys. Outro. Outro. Uh, okay. I just, I, yeah. Jason, let's lay who, this to rest once. Who is all. that, we, by the way? Who is that? I don't know. Do you have I don't know who, I know he didn't leave a name. I have no anonymous. idea who that person is. It's an anonymous call. At, he, call it's, he seems to be of two minds because at once he calls you iconic, but then also... He he claims that you never get laid, but he also wants you to be getting laid. We all know you crush it. You slay ass on Tinder. You've you pulled the ripcord on in the middle of a show with me one time just to go crush a bit of Tinder butt. <laughs> Let it be known for the record, for the listeners, you have in fact been laid in your life. Well, the, I'll answer the last one first. Yes, and okay. then I'm and then I'm going to put a blanket uh, answer on the rest of it. I don't kiss and tell. I mean, your your no, you no, you your that's representation good. of me, quote, crushing tender ass. I mean, that's, that's right. just it's vile and slaying it's a, tender butt it's, as well. It's, but it's beneath ass. me. It's beneath me. So I'm not going to acknowledge that part. It's, but it's I, beneath I have, you. I have that you, you have actually you have a child. proof of, yeah, of child. sex. You yep. you have a child. There's no he's got a child. I want to go back to that guy's use of the word trim. Yeah, trim. It's a, it's an old it's an old timey word. <laughs> it really is. That's I haven't heard that in quite yeah, some time. I liked a, it. I yeah. mean, it was it brought back good memories. You don't you haven't heard that one in a while. That's for sure. Dude's been listening to a lot of snow. In <laughs> yeah, informer. Twelve inches of snow. Okay, let's talk about Fast Times at Ridgemont High, guys. A classic movie, nineteen eighty two, coming of age comedy, directed by the great. Amy Heckerling, written by Cameron Crowe. Uh, I believe Cameron Crowe went undercover in high school, yeah. and he wrote a book about it, about what was going on in high school. Um, and it turns out there was a lot of ticket scalping <laughs> happening. There was a lot of, um, hey, I'm just going to run and get a, a, a zygote vacuumed out of me this <laughs> afternoon. Can, you, can my brother maybe give me a ride? Casual abortion in the no, movie was no kind of did. very 1982. Hey, just think about <laughs> just the basis for the whole movie. 
Since when do you I, bowl? I read, I read this. Baby-faced 22-year-old Cameron Crowe went undercover for an entire school year as a student at Claremont High School in San Diego. 22? Yeah. If that happened today, it would be a national story about a, a rapist. <laughs> yeah. Well, right? what, the about, basis for a great what about Thon Maker? A rapist. Right. What about uh, this? Is could this not be the Thon Maker story at this point? Can, can Cameron Crowe do a windmill dunk? I doubt it. I high, doubt it. High school now is is far more predatory than then because the teachers are going after the kids. It's not it's even like true. the students that are they trolling are each other. The teachers are predatory the female, now. The female teachers, yes, Ed, mostly Southern. Ed, Ed Daly, yeah, it happens a lot in the South, in the Texas area where you've spent time. Yeah, Ed Daly's made it very clear that he attempted. Un, without success to put the moves on a Spanish teacher yeah. in high school. And yeah. she was not, not feeling having it. a young, you know, you know, when you have no game, you Eddie. just linger, you linger <laughs> you in just a room. Hey. Like, yeah, kind of like Mark Ratner. <laughs> hoping somebody would be like, Hey, would you like to have sex with me? It, it never <laughs> actually worked, but I, I lingered the fuck out of my junior year in high school. Yeah. Yeah. These and days- I read, I read back to the, the production heckerling, just casted everyone she knew. Judge Reinhold lived above her in a car, in a, a apartment building. Oh, and, that's amazing! And her ex husband was the the guy who played at the high school dance. Her other ex awesome. was former boyfriend Martin Brest, who played the doctor in the biology class field trip. Who mm-hmm. would go on to direct? Who's, chew, who's chewing gum while he while he holds <laughs> yeah. the breastplate? Yeah, and he he went on to direct Beverly Hills Cop, and he put in Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold, yeah, unbelievable. It's who you know, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It yeah. has nothing to do with skill in life. Just you better live near someone. And just just <laughs> think of all the careers. That this film launched Sean Penn, Jennifer Jason Lee, the aforementioned Judge Reinhold, Phoebe Cates, of course, Robert Romanus. That's uh, right. He's a musician now <laughs> playing local clubs in L.A. Mike Damone. Uh, I'm guessing the, the best musician, though. The, the best. Mo- oh, yeah, yeah. Anthony Edwards is in that movie. Yeah. Eric Stoltz, Stoltz is in that movie. Yeah. Nick, Nick Cage is in that movie. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's a million guys. There's dudes. Ray left, Walston. Dudes left and right. The dude from My Favorite Martian. All those guys. Yeah, Ray uh, Walston. The- he's got to be big today. Right? Mm, he's pretty sure he's no longer with us. R.I.P. He's with, he's with the My Favorite Martian in this guy. <laughs> Ray Walston. <laughs> He'd be 150 right yeah, now. Yeah, he'd be super old. Uh, the budget of this movie, $5 million, not a small chunk of change in the early 80s. I would say that's a that's a hot, not quite a big budget movie. We just missed Ray Walston's death, by the way. He's been dead for 17 years. Oh, is that oh. all? R.I.P. Did he, uh, he made it through 9-11, though. Close, good for him. Uh, no, he died uh, right before. Oh, he died before. January 1st, 2001. Oh, good for oh, him. Oh, so maybe he plotted it. <laughs> I think he was involved. January first, he must have had a blowout near his eve. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, the 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 movie grossed twenty seven million dollars domestically, but I can only imagine what it has made in the ever since. Mm. I mean, the merchandise, the DVDs, the, the the syndication deals, everything. It is a cultural. Icon, I don't think anybody would disagree. Yeah. 
I would say video yeah. in the Ritz in Fairhaven, New Jersey, got a good fourteen dollars from me on oh, this sure. movie alone. Well, this was one of those movies that when it first started to show up on cable, it was a big deal. When the first-run movies would show up on cable for the first time because it had real nudity. It had kind of, for the time, oh, almost yes, extended it nudity. Yes. It was a big deal when oh, that movie finally hit cable. There was, yeah. there was one moment of nudity that is kind of big. Yeah, well, the greatest moment in cinema uh, history, says, arguably, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. I don't think we need to explain the plot because everyone has seen this movie. Uh, we could just start from the beginning. The soundtrack of this movie Great. is so iconic. It's the, the movie starts with a montage at the mall where you, it, the stage is kind of set that it, here's where all the high school people work. It's the end of summer. They're, you they're got a, ready. you got a good jam right away. We got yeah, the beat the, by the, the go-go's. The go-go's are playing. Um, you, you, uh, everyone's working in the mall. You see the arcade. People are playing asteroids. There's, <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a long it's it's weird the stuff that they key in on because it's all the right stuff like there are things from the 80s that have been forgotten and for good reason but here's they get a shot of them playing asteroids and centipede and all the games you remember then there's a long shot where they go past five girls asses and they're all wearing <laughs> Sergio Valenti jeans and you're like oh yeah Sergio Valenti like oh yeah all, like all the shit is just like so on the money 1980s um they they really captured it all now it, no this this yes. is understand understood by you guys but you've done this for karate kid where is this like i know it's, it's la Valley. general but wh- where is this is so this the, near the movie was actually, where is the, this yes, yes not yeah, far yeah. actually the movie was shot in the um in the mall that it's gone now but right in the corner of ventura and and um was that sepulveda boulevard right. it was the the sherman oaks galleria at yes. the time i don't know what it is anymore but when jay and i were working together we used to go over there every once That's in a while too no the pizza hut was the other direction oh. but it wasn't far from there and some of those crappy places when we first got there uh, licorice like licorice pizza, pizza yeah. and all those sorts of things were still, still there. there yeah yeah uh, yeah, but I think it was supposed to be like a south in the South Bay, or I, I guess they don't. I ever just got really the sense say. it was a valley place. Maybe yeah. it's just because yeah, they knew it. that's where it was. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was. I think that yeah. was the intention. It was a yeah. valley movie, yeah. in every respect. I think. Yeah, valleys go home. Um, <laughs> so then immediately you you're we're in the pizza place. There's Stacy and uh, Linda are working in the pizza place. Big They're, fan. It's the kind Big. of pizza. It's the kind of pizza place where you order at the counter, but you can also like sit down and be served by a waitress. And some just like skeevy looking dude walks in. Ron Johnson from Pacific Stereo. Yeah, he's got he's got kind of this feathered is, this hair. This is essentially Sparrow, right? He's yeah, it's like a Sparrow type place. Garbage. This guy this guy walks in. He's a guy you would not notice. He's not. He doesn't have like a Brad Pitt like star quality. To he's him. got a good 20, center part. Feathered hair. Yeah, he's he's 26 and 26. and all the girls, all the waitresses are swooning. They're lubed. <laughs> there there is all of a sudden the humidity goes up in the Esparo. Perry's pizza, please. Yes, yeah, one girl's like I'm going to go hit on that guy Ron Johnson and um and Linda is like, hold up, hold up a second. She's playing madam in this scene. (laughs) That's Stacy's section. Yeah. And she rolls over to the section and immediately volunteers to get statutorily raped (laughs) 
by the guy from Pacific Stereo. I just Ron feel like Johnson. could it Ron Johnson? <laughs> I just feel like that could not be made in this era. You know, that that this and type his of movie opening order was immediately like I I I'm ready to fuck you. His, yeah, he, his first. He asked for pizza and her number, right? Well, he is yeah. oh, so openly lecherous that it's yes. it's very, very disturbing. Except that his opening line is, so, you working hard or hardly working? <laughs> At which point, I feel like it would have gone from the Amazon jungle humidity level to the Sahara Desert <laughs> in that and, pizza place. Like, who's, who's turned on by that one? We've established she's she has not been to high school yet. That well, means she's, she's fourteen. She's a freshman. Yeah. She well, she says she's fifteen. Fifteen. Are you okay? All right. Yeah. So we're, we're looking at yeah, a, but but she told gap. him he was nineteen. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's I mean right, that's right. not his that's not Ron's fault. Except when they got to the point. Yeah, but guess he what? Asked Luis Polonia used that defense. <laughs> but that Luis Polonia's part mistake was that after he said he knew that. Or he didn't know that she was 18, and he found out she was 16. He then sexed her again. Yeah. Well, that was where Luis's case broke Milwaukee. down. it was Milwaukee. It was Milwaukee, yeah. not the Valley. He, and he had a Jerry girl. So. He did. Uh, and, to, to- and also, I, I, I think it happened right before Johnson does the you're working hard, hardly working. We get a little establishment shot of Damone selling Van Halen tickets yep. to a kid in a Habs jersey. Yeah. And the other kid is wearing a UCSB California? t-shirt. Oh, he is. Yes. And oh, that other kid looks like Jason Bateman's stunt double from It's Your Move. <laughs> he looks fascinating. He looks very much like Jason Bateman, but he's not. I looked him up. What? And that's the that's the kid who has the balls to call Demona Scalper. Yeah. Scalper. Oh, yes. I a service. Scalper. He was, in fact, a scalper, though. It was weird that and his, a bookie. his feelings were so hurt. <laughs> Don't forget about the 14-point spread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why was he the only one that sounded like he was from Brooklyn? Yeah, and who's given 14 <laughs> points? <laughs> and I, didn't, I didn't look up his actual details, but he's in his 30s, right? In high school. <laughs> it's a major issue with this movie, and this happened a lot in the 1980s. Ron Romanus. Uh, Robert. Mike, Robert Romanus, my bad. Mike Damone looks at least 29 years old and he's supposed to be playing a high school kid. The same goes for Brad Hamilton, Judge Judge Reinhold. He's got to be in his early 30s. There was a guy in high school, though. I don't care where you went to high school. There was a guy that looked like Brad Hamilton. I, Older well, than everyone else, yeah. more mature. There was nobody in your high school that looked like Mike Damone. I remember there was a, there was a <laughs> That's guy in my, true. There was a guy you, in my high school that was in the pat, band. didn't see male pattern <laughs> that, that had a beard. And I was like, what? Dude, you're in fucking high school. Like, you got a beard. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so Rat, we're introduced to Rat. Rat's working at the movie theater. He's hanging out with Damone. Damone's, uh, Damone's selling Van Halen tickets. Rat is super bummed. No, I read about, I read about uh, Rat. Yeah. Cameron Crowe yeah. based that character on uh, then Claremont High School student Andy Rathbone. Who was the author of those for dummies books about computer programs? Oh, that son of a bitch. That dude is made a ton collide. of dough and he's a big fucking loser. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, this guy couldn't get laid at the at working at the movie theater back in the day. Um so yeah, she she meet, she hooks up with Ron from Pacific Stereo. I, I do I yes. do need to bring up one of my favorite quotes of the movie. What they're probably like, I don't know. 15 Thousands. to 20 classic quotes Thousands. in this, but for some reason, uh, 
the uh, sentence that Rat utters to Damone at that point, because Damone's like, what's wrong, man? You look depressed. And he's like, I hate work in the theater. All the actions on the other side of the mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's looking longingly because the pizza yeah, the, place and licorice pizza were just court. A, in the arcade. It's just, yeah, it's a random pizza place. Well, because this is pre-food court era. There right. was there, there was only freestanding food around. places. There in was the an era where somebody had not invented a food court. No, no, it's that hadn't happened yet. Um, so yeah, Ron from Pacific Stereo. So you working hard or hardly working? Yeah. Then he drops his order, which is, and I quote, "How about a meatball sandwich, a medium Coke, and your phone number?" <laughs> Boom. And he went to he went to a Sparrow and went off. Perry's menu. Pizza. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you supposed <laughs> to just get like a plain slice? You did not want to go. You're already in a bad spot. You do not want to go off menu. Well, I yeah, exactly. You want to go with what they're best at. But okay, get, you, you, you guys are right if you're looking to order food. Right. But this guy was looking to send a message, and a meatball sandwich is rather right. phallic, aggressive. And so yeah. he's 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 waving his meatball sandwich give right me, in Stacey's yes, face. Give me something girthy, round at covered, the base, covered with sauce, <laughs> meaty, filled with balls. Filling. I need something <laughs> filling and hot. And cylindrical. Uh, so we ju- we jump to a- another location outside of the mall, I presume. All American Burger, mm. where we are introduced to Brad Hamilton, played by Judge Reinhold, the aforementioned Judge Reinhold, made famous in uh, the movie Beverly Hills Cop. Um, he's he's hanging out. Spicol- Rocky Dennis. Yeah, Spicol- Spicoli cruises in with Goose and Rocky Dennis. They walk in. <laughs> They immediately remove their shirts, <laughs> sit down, and they're like, all right, who's got money? No one has any money. And cigarette. <laughs> Eric Stoltz has a cigarette. Goose has a dollar. <laughs> Spicoli has a nickel. They have no shirts. What are they doing it's there? It's pretty sweet to travel with a nickel on you. Yeah. <laughs> He's super it's excited. kind of my He's- dream. He, and he, he opens his wallet. He, opens he keeps his, a nickel in the he wallet. He opens his wallet. In a Velcro wallet. And removes his nickel. Um, but to, was it Brad or the manager is like, hey, you guys had Dennis shirts Weaver. when you came in here. And Spicoli yes, with, with a great response. Something happened to him, man. So good. Just Learn it. I, no. I just watched <laughs> this movie and live it. there is not a single scene that that Sean Penn is in that isn't completely iconic. Like every scene in the every movie yeah. is just so perfect. He, 19. He's, he's really, it's right after taps or, or yeah. um, uh, what's the, what's the prison movie is in. Oh, uh, bad boys, bad boys, bad boys. But I read Great movie. He, he was already insufferable as a person. He insisted on only being called Spicoli and was in full character. Like, He's Daniel method. Day Lewis Lincoln. He goes method. Like he was, he was full method when he was nineteen. He was yeah. an insufferable dude always. He, he's an artist. He grew up but in I, Malibu. He fucking nailed that shit. Artist. Yeah, he, it, it's it's still and he I think tries to distance himself from this performance, even though it was thirty years ago. But he is. It's, it's his best. Just so iconic. It's so great. It's so amazing. There's- that tells you all you need to know about that guy. That, that yeah. he tries to distance himself from a performance right. that millions of people loved. Yes. I so mean, what? It's not. It's not a Citizen Kane. Who cares? Yeah. It's a good movie, it's and he did so a great good, job. And he's I'll so- tell you what. I've yeah. seen Citizen Kane. Way better. <laughs> no doubt. Much better. Movie. Yeah. 
Um, so then it, it's, we go from uh, all American burger and then it's the first day of high school. Um, but I want to yes. point out somewhere in this area, Linda talks to Stacy and she talks about her fiance. Yeah. He's, uh, she's, she's a pilot in he's Chicago. For the but airlines. Is, yeah. She's, she's supposed to be a sophomore. No, she's she's graduating. Towards the end of the movie, she says she, he doesn't come why, to her graduation. Why was she hanging out? Oh, oh. So why was she, why was she hanging out with Stacy the freshman? I assume because they both worked at Perry's Pizza. I and assume. Linda has got some deals. Oh, Lin- yeah. Linda wants to make herself feel important, so she has gross friends. She well, was pretty important she, in my childhood. She okay. openly <laughs> advises Stacy. She's like, look. You got to go out and get yourself statutorily raped by this guy, Ron Johnson. She's like, you're 15 and you haven't slutted it up yet. What are you waiting for? Yeah. She's like, what? She's like, I did it when I was 13. That's too young. That's a little, makes me a little, I have a 13 year old son. That's that's too young. That's early. That's fast. And then let's point out at all American burger, burger, Arnold. Brad's friend, the blonde-haired guy. Yeah, he was. Was he forty-six or forty-eight? <laughs> yeah. He's got the Stephen Bishop glasses on, <laughs> which was a look in the eighties. But yeah, he's a little. And I looked up his old. age, and it was like kind of old for this cast. But he actually wasn't that old. He was the buzz cut guy. He was Lassard's lackey in Police Academy. Oh, oh yeah, wow. he was, wasn't That's he? Right, Commandant Lassard. Well, when he had the shaved head, he looked sort of in his twenties, but with that long hair, he no. looked. Yeah, he, he looked like old. the he looked like a Ron Johnson kind of guy, like totally. an old car stereo salesman. So high school starts, and that's where we get a, a brief appearance um, by Nick Cage in yeah. the front of the high school. And we do we know what high school they shot this at? Jason Stewart? No. I thought it was somewhere in the valley. It said, no, it said Claremont. I don't know what that means. But. No, that's where the that's where he wrote the book. Yeah, Claremont know. is where he did the research. Yeah, but, um, I th- I always thought it was somewhere in the valley. Could be. Looks like Taft. Yeah, Taft High. And what Woodland what I Hills. read about Cage was he showed up as Nicholas Coppola. He was not Cage in the credits, right? right. And everybody started busting on him and said, "I love the smell of Nicholas in the morning," like busting him on his uncle. From so, he's, so he changed now, his name, and he changed his name. It, it was shot at Van Nuys High School. Oh, interesting! They, right they, near the Pizza they, Hut. Yeah, yeah. They did the, some pickups at Canoga Park High School and Torrance High, where um, you where you guys used to stack your crusts. <laughs> yes, go on, Jason. Yeah, Nick Cage was one of four actors in a total of five Best Actor winners. Uh, Sean Penn has two of them: Nick Cage, Forrest Whitaker. And who am I leaving out? There's a fifth um, best actor. Arnold, probably, right? <laughs> Lassard. He probably won from Lassard. Um, Force Wintemont. Um, not Ray Walston? Not Eric Stoltz. I don't was know. Was there a yeah. single white female no- nomination? Oh, was yeah. It- no. Maybe, maybe I missed him. Maybe uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Did she win for um, that? Uh, that Tarantino movie Tarantino she just did? Movie? Judge Reinhold as the dad in uh, the Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> or that one where he switches bodies with. Oh, with the uh, uh, oh, Wonder, Wonder Years. 
I'm going to steal Jason's joke. That one movie where the old person and the young person switch bodies. Yes. (laughs) Which which one was that? Jason rarely goes with that joke. Um, So, yeah, they're they're in high school, and you're kind of getting the lay of the land of the high school. We're introduced to Forrest Whitaker – Jefferson, I thought that I thought they only flew him in for games. He actually lives here. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> there. Demone <laughs> tries to like buddy up with him, and Jefferson's a huge dick. And Demone walks away, and he's like, "Shit, that's my man." <laughs> <laughs> I like when Demone tries to compliment him on his car too. He goes, yeah. "You're really you're, keeping you're it keeping up it, wonderfully." Yeah. It's like and what? he also compliments his his younger brother. He goes. Is that your little brother? That's a good looking kid. (laughs) Um, And then we're introduced to Mr. Hans. Earth, wind, and fire. Two tickets. Spicoli. Jefferson and little brother. brother. You know, they're planning to take my little brother. (laughs) Um, Spicoli is, he's, he comes into Mr. Hans' class. He's late. It's the first day of school. He's very confused by his schedule. I but think I'm, yes, you know on. who was approached? It, it was my favorite Martian who got the job, who was approached first for that role. Oh. Fred Gwynn. Oh. Herman Munster. Oh, that would have been amazing. Fred, Fred Gwynn. He would have been a good Mr. Hand, but he was all twisted he, about the pervasive sexuality and drug use. Shut up. Was he, yeah, was, he was, was a, Herman Munster a Jesus bummer. guy? I think so. He was a huge bummer. Wow. He would, he would have been good in that role. Was he from the South? I don't know if he was. That's what my first question. Southern. Yeah. He was one of those like that. guys that had the role of a lifetime and then spent the rest of his life yep. denying that yep. it existed. <laughs> Meanwhile, he <laughs> looks like, like fucking Frankenstein. He wasn't Steve Sanders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good point. <laughs> Um, so yeah, hey bud, what's your problem? Mr. Hand rips up Spicoli's schedule. Ripping my card. And they sort of set up their relationship for the rest of the movie. There. Why was is that the scene when he has the bagel in the, the that band comes of his later. jeans? That comes later where okay. he's seen at the food machines. Yeah, why does and he carry like, his bagel in his pants? Well he's eating it seems like an odd choice. You might get a pube in your, no, your bagel. He's got his shoes in the other hand. He's right. got his shoes in one hand, oh, half the bagel in one hand. The other half the bagel. Why not stick it in your pocket? Stuff. Why is it in his pants? I, I never. I, that always bothered me. It's a waste pockets, of a good they're, bagel. They're very tricky. How are you going to fit a bagel in your in your jeans pocket? Especially as, as back tight pocket. as people were were wearing jeans back then. Those five hundred ones. I'd find a way. It's it's got to be a back pocket move because uh, nobody gets shit in their front pocket except for <laughs> keys. We we get to lunch and we see at lunch that a number of girls have cultivated the Pat Benatar look. Janelle Zimler. But Marianne Zlotnick. <laughs> it, it gets a little uncomfortable because this Linda is really trying to pimp out Stacy so much so that she gives her fellatio lessons in the middle of the quad. Let's let's it's take a big a look. first day. Your hand this morning? Oh no! He just called him a dick. Dick. Mm-hmm. Oh god! People exaggerate so much here. Linda. That girl looks just like Pat Benatar. I know. Wait, there are three girls here at Ridgemont who have cultivated the Pat Benatar look. Chanel Zimbler, Mary Ann's lot in the red tights. <laughs> Do you think guys find that more attractive? Oh, Stacy, please, give me a break. You are so much prettier than them. Stacy, Yeah, so I, I know. But so you think they'd be better in bed? What do you mean better in bed? You either do it or you don't. 
know, there are like variables that I might not be good at. Like what variables? Like, you know, giving blowjobs. What's the big deal? I never did. I don't want my daughter You've never given like a blowjob? Never? Stays. There's nothing also, to it. It's so easy. Also, why a big bag of carrots in front of you? check it out. Relax your throat muscles. No. Don't bite. <laughs> slide it in. This is good advice. Relax your throat muscles. Don't bite. <laughs> and slide it in. <laughs> but if I get that report, that's my kid on first day of freshman year. Might might want to redirect. It's time to switch schools. Can, can, at that point. can we look at this from a different point of view? Yeah, I'd like um, to. How about those young men at the lunch table on the other side of the room that yeah. are watching this? Yeah. Why are they not in line to meet Stacy yes. after lunch? It's, it I is. mean, they'd stay, they, clearly these are all little geeky little high school freshmen. Right. And, and Applauding's not the move. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stacy, if nothing else, throughout the movie, she She's lets ravenous. you know she is good to go. Like there is no she, question. She put out the first hint, the second. She's she's always good to go. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, okay, so what else is going on? Uh, oh, immediately after we're introduced to Mr. Vargas, mm. yeah, one, he just one switched. Of- to Sanka. Yeah, he just switched to Sanka. He's like, take it easy on me. I just switched to Sanka. Just really one of the iconic faces in all of Hollywood. It is kind of weird, though, that it's a science class. I don't know about you guys. Did you guys have many caged monkeys <laughs> in any of your well, classrooms? Well, Temple of Doom was, was, was around that same era. They needed, they needed to up the ante. Apparently. Um, then we go to, then we go to, so we've sort of set the stage. We've met everybody. Can we, now, can we talk about, yes. uh, the, another thing that, and this really kind of, uh, sets the stage for, uh, the rest of the plot because Arnold wants a minute with Brad and he explains right. that he's not happy at Bronco Burger because it went downhill ever since they started serving the chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's and that's when uh, that's when Brad invites him to work at All American Burger, and we all know what happens when Arnold gets to. Yeah. Uh, he was going to speak with his manager, Dennis Taylor. Yeah, he's like, let me <laughs> let me talk to Dennis Taylor. I like how Brad says Dennis Taylor uh, like he's famous, like he's, he's like, Bill Gates. Yeah, he's like well, because let we're me talking talk to early eighties. Yeah. Pretty much three out of four people you talk to were named Dennis. So. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And meanwhile, no <laughs> one's been named that since. <laughs> There was a small window, but Dennis was almost all of the window. It's all your dad's <laughs> friends were named Dennis. Dennis. Hey, and he playing? always had cocaine. Everyone. <laughs> who you playing racquetball this week? This weekend with Dad? Uh, oh, Dennis. Oh, uh, Dennis, Dennis Johnson, Johnson or Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Mendez? Steven. Yeah. How many Dennis? Dennis Taylor. Dennis Taylor. Uh, yeah. So, you, uh, good point, Jason. So we we the stage is set. We know who everyone is. Now we get into sort of the the plot of the movie. This guy, this dude Rat, Mark Ratner. He, he's a loser. He's a huge loser. Huge bummer. He's, yeah, he's a sad sack. He's five one. He really wants to fuck Stacy across the. Does he? Are we sure? Yeah, well, no. yes. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yes, we, you think at this point you think he does? He's hanging out in Damone's room 
And Damone is making him a drink. For some reason, despite the fact that he has no fridge, Damone like reaches behind the cabinet in his bedroom and pulls out a quarter milk. <laughs> yes. To top them both off a Kahlua and milk. <laughs> that he's made. Wait, you didn't have this in your high school bedroom? Which, who's who's drinking Kahlua and milk? That's awful. That's not like I get that that is a drink, but what high schooler is is hey, you want a Kahlua and milk? He also wears a Tama Shanter hat in this movie. He does. I he mean, does. there's a lot of things going on with Damone that don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> yes. So, he was uh, like wannabe cabbie. Yeah. But <laughs> newsboy from the 30s. But at this point, Damone is sort of the uh, the sensei, if you will. The the uh the guy that gives Rat the advice he needs to move forward in life. And this is where he teaches Rat about attitude. Let's listen to the clip. Will you tell me, Mike, what should I do? This is what you do. Start from the minute you walk into biology, guys. I mean, don't just walk in. Don't move across the room. And you don't talk to them. You use your face. Use your body. Use everything. That's what I do. That's, that's what I mean, I just does. send out this vibe, and I have personally found that women do respond. I mean, something happens. Well, naturally, something happens. I mean, you put the vibe out to 30 million chicks, something is going to happen. Demone's that's the idea. So, but this is the that's, point. See, Ratner is looking at Damone in that scene yeah. longingly. Oh, really? Yeah, no, and he, he's, he's very intrigued sure? by Damone's deal. And, right. and Damone is kind of swaying and right. moving. It's how you and move. Ratner's sitting there a little uncomfortably, kind of his legs pinched together. Yeah. I think that Damone, keep in mind, this was an era where it wasn't okay. Right. So, to have that, you couldn't, right. be, you couldn't be out. Right. Especially so I, in high school. I think Rat is denying himself. Well, they do. There is a later moment, not to spoil the plot. Where there's almost a nude fight in the locker room. And Ratner room. wanted that fight yeah, badly. He did. Yeah. He did. He wanted it. Was a, it was an Eric Caros, Ishmael Valdez <laughs> type of moment. Okay, let's finish. The I mean, the, it's the, the yes, oh, yes, Jason, go ahead. I was just, oh, so you're going to continue the uh, the scene here? Uh, sure. The attitude. Yeah, the attitude dictates that you don't care whether she comes, stays, lays, or prays. I mean, whatever happens, your toes are still tapping. Fucking a. And when you got that. <laughs> Then you have the attitude. What just one of the great lines in the history of film. It's good advice. Yeah. Jason yeah. Stewart, your thoughts? I just think that this is a preamble, though, to the great advice when he walks up to Blondie and every, every, place, you, every place you're at is a place to be. Yeah, that's, and, that's his five-point plan. And make sure you order her, hers and your meals at the restaurant. That's right. So we'll the get la- there. I, the lady I, will it, have the linguine with clam sauce, yeah. It's like one of these things about this movie compared to the movies that we've done in the past. There, there's a whole lot of mocking being done with, with the uh, Top Guns and Back to the Futures of the World. Right. But like, this, is, this was like, to me, um, whether I don't know if I thought Damone was at, at the time just a huge uh, you know, character poser. I took these words to heart. Like I <laughs> did take these words to heart well, as a teenager. Say what you will. Say what you will about Damone. He's got he's got the right idea. What's his what's his move? Be fucking confident, you fucking pussy. Yeah, you work (laughs) at the movie theater. Ditch the jacket and go over there and ask her out like a fucking man. He's a guy wearing a mimes shirt. 
telling yes, someone true. else how to meet girls. It's true. But he's <laughs> the thing but, was the fact that he was confident in doing it. Yes. Shows he was practicing what he preached. The, it was the, the kids. It was always the guys who didn't give a shit who got the greatest looking girls in high it's school. True. That's a fact. It's true. That, and that's why I think Cameron Crowe, like, he walks that perfect line in this movie between, like, yeah, it's funny and, and you could laugh at the characters now, but there was a whole lot of truth to his writing and how these high schoolers thought. And he, of course, he had confidence because he was fucking girls when he was 22. <laughs> in high school. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, Damone, say what you will about Damone. The guy is giving the right advice. He, he at one point says, a girl decides how far she'll let you go in the first five minutes. And, you know, that's, that's been borne out. Um, but a real, a real bummer for Damone is he went on to play Snake, Natalie's boyfriend, in, in the over-our-heads era of Facts of Life. It is kind <laughs> of mean, a bummer. It sucks that, that you become Natalie's boyfriend. Right. <laughs> it sucks that, that... I don't think Natalie was that interested either. It, it really peaked no. for Robert yeah. Romanus at age 29 playing a high schooler like that's there wasn't much more for him after that uh after this we get to the stacy and ron johnson date where she sneaks out of the house she meets ron johnson down the street he's driving a 240z nice car well he probably gets commission at pacific uh, stereo yeah he has he has a great first line what what's he oh he's like where do you want to go or so oh no no no. when he's in the dugout oh yeah, yeah yeah So, so could you guys tell me the name of the song that uh, ramps up Jackson, that scene? Jackson, Jackson Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's somebody's babe. Yeah. So he picks her up and she's like, where do you want to go? Or he's like, where do you want to go? And she's like, the point? Well, the point is apparently a baseball diamond where everybody goes to get fucked. <laughs> and point, yeah. Brad's, Brad's girl is not all about the point. Yeah. She's, yeah Lisa does not want to go to the point. That point's do pretty point. small. Like you're either home or visitor. There's yeah. not a lot of places <laughs> right. to go there. And it's like if <laughs> Everybody's going to the point. It would be kind of hard to get laid when there's seven other guys banging right. chicks in You're the dugout. Third guy up. Where yeah. where do you go? Second right. base. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's kind of center field. Shallow center. Um. Yeah. So Build they it. get they get there and they they're hanging out in the dugout and she's like, "That's a really nice leather jacket." She likes Ron Johnson's jacket, Thanks. but then immediately they're Thanks like, "It's been really warm." Like what's why is he wearing and a leather jacket? And she's dressed in a sweater your grandmother yes, would be it wearing. Was a, it was well, a weird. She just snuck out of bed. It was a weird. <laughs> but then he drops just maybe one of the great lines. And Jason Stewart, next time you're out on a Tinder slang mission, <laughs> you might try this one. They're sitting in the dugout, and he leans in and he says, "Am I going to get to first base?" Wow. Um, it's a good opening line yeah, um, because she's at that point, she's all in. Yeah. She's, she's a hundred percent in, um, she, I think her, I well, think cause Linda her, has turned her out at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you need to get out there and get fucked. Yeah. In her mind, it was, do we have to stop at first base or do we have <laughs> yeah. to first base? Yeah. She's like, you're and going I, in, you're going inside the park. I read an interview that Jackson Brown off. threatened Cameron Crowe at a party because he said, Oh, my song is now associated with premature ejaculation. That's great. Oh, yeah. real? Oh, I thought you meant teenage rape, but I guess uh, the premature ejaculation. Oh, he was, went. Was, yeah, that was the second time the song was featured. But <laughs> right. Yeah, he so, was bummed out. You you create a song, and this is what everyone thinks of. <laughs> so Ron, Ron Johnson is an adult, 
and he's having he's sex. He's 26. He's 26. He's having sex with a 15-year-old who assures him that she's 19. I mean, the fact that he yeah, asks. I really am. I'm really 19. Yeah, yeah. means. Really heartfelt. But Ron Johnson, he's a guy that really styles his finish. <laughs> he gets in there. He's kind of like the Joaquin Andujar of ejaculators. Oil he's, can void. He arches, he arches his back. He looks up and he's like, but I can't tell if he makes any noise, which begs the question, is Ron Johnson a loud comer? I think he's a quiet comer. No, he seems like he's a quiet comer, right? Yeah. But he's really, he's really into styling his look while he ejaculates. Also, Stacy seems to be not enjoying the experience no, nearly as much as Ron. No, it seem very fun. And then the next day she tells Linda, it hurts, I quote, it hurts so bad. Should we assume Ron Johnson? Hung. Was dicked up. <laughs> Ron Johnson. <laughs> backing. Yeah, was he, was he steering the boat with it? Was he steering the 240Z? Tommy Lee style? Like, I'm driving us to the point, look, no hands. Making a U-turn. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, that's, uh, I think that's not his best role. I mean, best best line, the flowers line. Memories of you, yeah. (laughs) Memories of you, Ron Johnson. Yeah. Then the next day, Stacy comes home. Brad is way too stoked to be washing his car. (laughs) He's cruising vessel. He it looks it looks like he's doing a better job than um, Vince Vega and Jules (laughs) do after the incident. Like there's, there's no brain matter in the back window of his car, but he's like, like getting all the corners, really excited to be washing his car. Only, uh, only four more payments and this thing's mine. (laughs) But meanwhile, it's like a 1961, 1961 car on the payments. (laughs) Financed it. Who is he paying? Meanwhile, he's got a good job. That car was probably 2,500 bucks back then. Uh, what, before yeah. we get to the, this punchline, sure. what what did uh, what was what was written on the top of the dugout as Stacy was uh, surf Nazis, surf Nazis, okay. surf Nazis. Yeah, surf right Nazis. And then uh, Brad's yeah. out to raise on radio. Classic. Uh, yeah, it. she gets some flowers, and that's the last she ever hears from Ron Johnson. Memories of you. Well, remember she asked Brad to take. What would you do if I asked you to put these in the back of the cruising yeah. vessel and get rid of them for me? Yeah, yeah. Say so who the hell's Ron Johnson? Yes. And then he he does what any self respecting person he regifts them to his own girlfriend. Hundred percent. Awesome. Like, flowers are expensive. Yeah. Are these flowers really oh, for move? <laughs> <laughs> it was weird that that uh, Lisa that was paid for by car stereo money. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lisa's don't sleep on Lisa. She's She's pretty good looking. She's a little old to be in high school though. Also, she, she is a very good looking person now too. Oh, really? What's she up to these days? Um, she still acts. Oh, really? I did a little, uh, IMDB on her earlier today. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Um, so Brad's thinking about breaking up with Lisa. Speaking of Lisa, he's Brad. She calls him Bradley. Brad's a little too excited about what he's got going on. He thinks he's the big man on campus. He's a senior. He's got an um, old classic car, but all his friends are nerds. He works at all American burger. Like his life is Arnold not as good. Does him a little too well to be a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's weird that he is feeling so high on himself that he's actually 
practicing how he's going to break up with Lisa as he's scrubbing big hairy pussy that somebody no. has scrawled. Don't cry. <laughs> that's that's yes. an inspired uh, vandalism. It, big, it big is. Hairy pussy. It really is. Like uh, what, it is. what's the motivation? Somebody somebody decided. Well, I only have so much time. What what am I going to put on this this mirror? Well, it's okay. I, yeah. When I was in high school, or probably more junior high, just the the idea of writing something about yeah. genitalia yes. or something mildly profane yes. was incredibly alluring. Yes. Like you just wanted to right. write it, have someone else see it. So that that kind of hit the sweet spot for me. Big hairy <laughs> pussy. Like those three words together, it's it's amazing. It it's really great. is good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so what else is going? On? Oh, Miss Mr. Hand thinks everyone's on dope. Oh, this is this is where Spicoli can't be found. He notices. Wait, hold that- on a second. Hold on a second. We skipped okay, yes. one of the one of the better lines. You skipped yes. right over it. So around okay, the hairy me. pussy uh, cleaning time, um, he has the following exchange: What's the secret sauce? Now, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. What's the secret sauce at all American burger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thousand <laughs> Island dressing. Uh, yeah, that, it's a good line. Um, so yeah, and then Mr. the other the other place was ketchup and mayonnaise. Right, right, right. right. Um, so Mr. Hand, that's this is where Spicoli comes in with the bagel and his pants. <laughs> it's really good. He's he's holding his shoes. We assume he just got done surfing. <laughs> he rolls in. He's got his shoes in his hand. There was a full on crowd scene at the food lines. Um, that was good. Uh, then it's suddenly it's Christmas time. It well, went there's, from, there's no birthday party in here for me. Yeah, right, right, right. He, gets, yeah he gets lured, which is pretty cool because Mr. Hand just wants somebody to get him in there. Right. And that was what this kid came up with. You know, they're having a birthday party. He's a problem solver. <laughs> he was lured. So <laughs> that kid is going. places. <laughs> right. Um, Stacy's starting to realize she got pumped and dumped by Ron Johnson. She hasn't heard from him since November. Um, Damone, things aren't going good for him either. He's got no blue oyster cult tickets that people are looking for. Uh, He lets Jefferson know he's going to hook him up with those earth, wind and fires for him. His little brother and his brother. uh, When those come in. Yeah. Um, Damone, he's got a look, he's rocking a piano key scarf (laughs) open over like a burgundy members only jacket. (laughs) He's really peacocking a look at that point. And do you? He has a cap on in that. He's scene really too. hoping yeah. she yeah. comes, stays, or lays her praise. Yeah, he's, right. He's just going with hope at this point. <laughs> um, so this is this also happens, and I need everybody's thoughts here because this is something that that jumped out at me. Stacy's working the counter at Perry's Pizza. A dude comes up and he orders a slice, and it's a sad-looking slice. You know, sometimes they give you a slice, and you're like, "Uh, take let me give, give me that one third from the right." Like, po- point at the case and tell them what slice you want. If it's a, if you're just buying a slice, don't just go with it. They're giving you the shittiest slice. You go, no, no, no. I want a slice from the middle. Just go, even if it's a full pizza. Go, but that's not the point. She gives them a s- shitty slice. The price of the slice of pizza. Is one dollar and ten cents. I'd eat a lot of pizza. <sighs> yes, you'd stack the crust. <laughs> we've determined. She, his change is a nickel. How do you? How if the price is a dollar ten? 
what amount of money did he give her that she would return to him five cents? <laughs> and how was that allowed to you get through you the don't editing? Drop pro- six times on people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love throwing. Six <laughs> of course, Ed figures it out. Yeah. <laughs> all in all, he paid all in dimes. That's the only way, right? That he would get hit. That he would, yeah, all dimes. No, all dimes. He still would, she still wouldn't get a nickel back. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry. 12 dimes. 12 right. dimes. You, you wouldn't get a nickel back because it's a dollar ten. So you could pay all in dimes. That would be, be 11, 11 dimes. dimes. <laughs> There's no way unless he gave her a dollar and 15 cents and she just slid the nickel back to him. But she wouldn't she bring get it up an, on the register. As a, exactly. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> this is fucking crazy talk. How is this allowed to go? Also, so then um, Damone has told Rat, hey, go over there, take your jacket off, like hook it up. It's time for you to, to make a move. He goes over and his whole move is, hey, where do you, um, where do you guys keep the jackets that people leave? As though people leave thousands of jackets at the pizza place and she goes right here and she takes out a huge box of jackets filled with jackets now it's it's a box maybe it's maybe like a, a one foot by two foot box there are you say a huge box there's maybe four jackets yeah there's in there. yeah four benefit of the doubt we'll say there's five jackets okay. in there and she goes they're right here and she drops them on the counter and he goes oh it would take too long to look I'll just pick up a new one. Right. <laughs> but there's just, I mean, it's just a couple jackets. You'd yeah. probably be able to see it. You, if you didn't see it, it wasn't in there. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. You'd go, oh, my jacket's not there. Plus, that's part of his uniform from work. He probably needs to return that jacket at some point. Yeah, he doesn't it's even his own tuxedo that jacket. jacket. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, oh, and then, so then um, Brad gets fired. He has an issue. Arnold's got to take a piss while Brad's cleaning Big Harry Pussy off the, although it's weird that they do that right in the middle of the day. The cleaning of the big hairy pussy. It's the morning. They're serving breakfast. Right. Um, yeah, because it's the hundred percent guaranteed breakfast. Right. <laughs> it says a hundred percent guaranteed. You moron. You got to kind of side with Brad because there's just one bite of egg, a little corner of English muffin. Of uh, there's a whole English muffin. There's a little corner of a uh, uh, sausage patty left. I mean, the guy ate the whole breakfast. Yeah. He Dan said it was a little Dennis undercooked. Was not standing up for. His employees. Dennis is a bad leader. It yeah. says a hundred percent guaranteed. De- Dennis also has. He's got a porno guy mustache going, and also, oddly, a a a. He looks like he's cut himself shaving. He's got some type of a wound mm. on his neck that's bandaged closed. Again, I've never noticed that. A weird choice. Yeah. In a fast food industry, no less. But next, we're at Jeff Spicoli's house. He's in bed with his little brother Curtis. Curtis is about to come in. <laughs> Curtis is about to come in and wake him up. Jeff is having a dream. He's dreaming that he's won a surfing championship and he's being interviewed by someone who's made an appearance on this show many times. Is the that great, the Rocky Four guy? Yeah. Yep. The great Stu Nahan locally. Most of his career at KNBC and Channel Five at the end. Oh yeah, he had he had to slum it a little while towards the end. Stu Nahan interviews Jeff Spicoli. Let's tune in. Finest surfers, 
showed up today to battle with what's turned out to be the biggest wave to hit this coast since 1946. Hello, everybody. I'm Stu Nahan. I'd like you to meet this young man. His name, Jeff Spicoli. Stu Nahan looked 71 years old for his entire career. <laughs> he, was a, he was a local newsman. Here, but he got Luke, in because he was guy. local here. He got in but every time he there was, was a call for a sportscaster. He, he showed was up always for the job. in the movie. But he was probably he was definitely seventy one here, right? No, I think because forty six. Yeah, he worked until the nineties. Yeah. yeah, he was around for a long time. He oh. was he was probably like fifty one at this no point. I think yeah. Stu fancied a cocktail. He was definitely too. in oh, yeah. his seventies. Him and Jess Marlowe. They used to kick yes. it. Yes. And Jeff, congratulations to you. Things look kind of rough out there today. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Stu, I did battle with some humongous waves. But, you know, just like I told the guy on ABC, danger is my business. <laughs> you know, a lot of people expect that maybe Mark Cutback Davis or Bob Jungle Dead Gerard would take the honors this year. <laughs> Those guys are facts. <laughs> <Less fat. laughs> Can't get better than that. Fifty-three in that, mo- <laughs> in that movie was made. Yeah, yeah he looks seventy-three. <laughs> and I, Fantastic. Yes, yes. I'll say. Billy. I'll say this. It's. I get why the 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 word has been taken out of sure. rotation. Sure, we get it. It's a great but word. What a what a great fucking word. It's a great word. It's. I. It's. I understand. We can't say. We it, can't use but, it. It's gone. It's God gone. Because people, great. it's it's great. been ruined. It's been ruined. Hundred percent. Let me ask you a question. When you get out there, do you ever fear for your life? Well, Sue, I'll tell you, surfing's not a sport. It's a way of life, no hobby. It's a way of looking at that wave and saying, "Hey, bud, let's party." <laughs> Where'd you get this jacket? I got this in the network. Let me ask you a question. What's next for Jeff Spicoli? Oh, headed over to Australian and the Hawaiian Internationals. And me and Mick are going to wing on over to London and jam with the Stones. <laughs> you guys are invited too. <laughs> yeah. To me. Dad says you have to get up. Dad says you're going to be late again, you butthole. Leave me alone. Dad says you're going to be late again, you booger. It's uh, cool yeah, calling Jason. somebody a butthole. That's yeah, pretty it's good. good. It's a that's good pretty... name. Yeah. But uh, to me, to Jason? me, that 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 whole exchange kind of summed up like the brilliance of of Crow's writing in this. It's like, you know, hey bud, let's party is the takeaway line probably of the entire movie. That's that's so that is that has lasted almost forty years. But my favorite line is when, and it sums up Spicoli and how just random he is. Hey, where'd you get that jacket? Like, <laughs> so and, he, and he just has Stune and just blows it off. Well, Wait, he got he's not looking for that jacket. He just asks. Also, it's not like the super sweet gold, like wide world of sports jacket. It's just a regular tweed sports coat. <laughs> sports coat. Spicoli's never seen one that's before. The, that's the best part. Is it's it just. Is. It's it like every tremendous. teacher would have that jacket. He's like, hey, man, where'd you get that jacket? Like, he's so into it. It's great. Like it was Elvis's gold lame jacket. Exactly. <laughs> so they go, they go, they, um, the, the, the school's We're having a pep rally. Pep rally. Yep. Mm. We've got, right. we got, we've got a famous sister next to the chick who's going, all right. That's Bruce Springsteen's sister. Shut Is it really? Bruce Springsteen yeah. has a sister? Yeah, she's she's the dark haired one next to the chick who's really trying hard fired up. And I remember from the pep rallies in my high school, 
Nobody gave a fuck about any no. of our sports teams. No. So we would have my at my high school, the gym was segmented. Like the gym, the basketball floor was like sunken down and the bleachers were up above. And there was four sections of bleachers, and they would put a uh, each class in their own section of bleachers, and we would they would start chants, and they would be like ninety one has more fun nine ninety two is better than you, and they would like like all the uh, all the the um, classes would like compete compete against each other, and I was a class of ninety three. And we were not into, we were not sporty. And so you were not ch- rhyming. Our chant was um, 93 is not drug free. <laughs> and we would, we would really get that going. And the administration of the school was super unhappy about that and would often like come in and like break up our, like take people out of our group and like awesome. run them away. <laughs> uh, we also did 93 is Irie. <laughs> Those were our two chants. When, when we were, I, I was on the football team and we'd be sitting there like in the middle of the gym, hoping people would cheer for us. And then yeah. everybody on the football team would be like, yeah, let's play it cool. Let's not, let's not acknowledge it. And guess what? Nobody gave a shit about no. us. We were no. we were just a couple of turds in the middle of the gym. <laughs> nobody cared about us. Yeah, they just <laughs> we were a shitty group of football players that nobody cared about, and everybody's like, "Play cool, don't acknowledge the crowd." It is weird how m- movies played up like the cheerleaders. Everybody wants to know the cheerleaders, and the cheerleaders were big nerds at school. Like it's not they were not yeah. the cool nerdy girls. But at least at my high school, they were pretty yeah. good looking. Who was that uh, one? There was a hand, the, handful of the, the one that, played, that the might one have been your high school. Tracy Porter. Oh, oh tra- no, she wasn't one. Oh, she was. She was. Uh, no, she ran with a different crowd. How she? How was she at the reunion? She was. She was the great. She looked real good. Really good. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Uh, okay. Like, really good. So they had a rally, and um, this Brad Hamilton. He was thinking about breaking up with Lisa, but then all of a sudden, he's lost his job at All American Burger, and he really needs her right now. <laughs> he just needs shrapnel. And well, is, uh, she, she does say you should have just apologized to yeah, Dennis. And we talked we talked about the word fags kind of uh, out of the lexicon nowadays. He went to yeah. one that was used a lot back then. This is a 1982 term. He said, uh, "Fuck Dennis Taylor. I'm not going to apologize to that wimp." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is this I when she? Say, is af- this when after the after the incident? I'm I'm with Brad. He was no, oh, Brad, for sure. Brad got a raw deal there. For sure. Brad is, got a raw deal. Is that when the girlfriend told him that she didn't want to use sex as a tool, Bradley? Um, that no, that was, like, earlier. Right, that was right, earlier. Right, okay. but, but that was like five minutes before. Yeah, they it were was at, right before he got canned. They were at work. Right. When she's like, he's like, what do you want to do this week? week? And he's like, how about we go to the point? Oh, so that's right. the no, point. Yeah. Th- this was a good move. It was right after he repurposed the flowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And she's like, thanks. And, and what are we doing this weekend? And then he suggests the point. Brad's Brad's really, he's not in a good place. And, but things are happening for rat. He's gotten the number. He's interested. He's, he's going to set a date or he may have set a date at this point. And this is the point. Where Mike Damone reaches out to Rat and explains to him his 
five-point plan. What do I say to her once we get in the car? No problem, Red. What you need is my special five-point plan. Come on, Damone, I need real help here. What do you mean? Hey, men have died trying to obtain this valuable information, you know. But I'll give it to you for free. Okay, okay, what's your five-point plan? All right. Now pay attention. First of all, Rat, you never let on how much you like a girl. Oh, Debbie. Hi. 100% good advice, by the way. Act like so, you're not into it. Chicks so far, love so that. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two, you always call the shots. Kiss me. You won't. They like you to be in control. Again, good advice from Damone. Don't regret Now, three, act like wherever you are. That's the place to be. Isn't this great? Four. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the ball field. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. And five. Now, this is most important, Rat. It comes down to making out. Whenever possible. Put on side one of Led Zeppelin 4. <laughs> right. As Led Zeppelin I, fans will know. That's from I Physical hate Graffiti, being, not Led Zeppelin 4. Right. It, when I was in sixth grade, I was really bummed out that that wasn't Led yeah, Zeppelin. Yeah. It is Led Zeppelin. It's just not on Different that album. album. Yeah. Somebody explained it. At some point along the way, there was some explanation, and I forgot how it went. I don't know if you guys had heard that, but there was something about a deleted scene between the five-point oh, plan interesting. And, and the car scene where he didn't have Zeppelin IV or something, but they just oh, skipped right to it. Interesting. It's kind of like the five-cents thing in that you know, you, there's so many editors, producers, right. stuff. How does it get by continuity? It's continuity. But, See, Jason Stewart's a big strange. star. Yeah, it's kind He's of strange that something like this would slip through too without something in the middle of that. Right. It's kind of like when you had to. Um, what do they call that when you have to go back and re-loop your uh, uh, audio when they don't catch the audio? You have to go back in and yep. speak over yourself. For instance, that time you were playing the bartender mm-hmm. in the um, Gina Gershon mm. oh. film. I like her. Where you said uh, uh, mother and daughter routine, right? How, how'd that go? Do, do the line for us, Jason, please. So you guys want to do a mother-daughter routine? Yeah. Oh. Name your price. <laughs> so is. good. So good. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what else happened? Oh, yeah, the five-point plan, cashmere. Uh, oh, and then super awkward. Like, Rat has no game. The, the, um, stacy has got to do all the talking. Well, where they go to eat, too. He takes her to, like, a, a smorgasbord German, or something. I mean, it's the giant like, chairs. The huge chairs the, and the women in, like, the Heidi outfits. Very it's weird. Just I'll a have terrible the choice. <laughs> terrible choice. Yes, it wasn't interesting. Like, they didn't have Mexican food back yeah, then. They're in the get fucking some, valley. Go get some for sushi, sake. for God's yes. sake. 100% agree with Let's that. Let's go get some kielbasa yes. and some kraut. Yes, we'll be real tired after. <laughs> Wiener Dude, I schnitzel. Think, I think Casa Vega was around back then. He could have taken her to there. There you go. Right, yeah. right down the street from the Galleria. There you go. Um, Shockingly, 
Mark forgets his wallet. It's like the one thing. Like back then, they didn't even have cell phones. You All to, you needed were keys and a wallet. And a rubber. Well, yeah, that's in the wallet. <laughs> you put that's that a, in the wallet. Yeah, that's, that's. It makes that little ring so everybody knows. And then it dries out when you don't use it. <laughs> And he's okay, got it. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, well, you know what? It will, the, you sit on it so much and the, the package like wears through, mm. like you can't, uh, it doesn't last as a point. Yeah. That, that was the reason why it didn't. Which is weird. He doesn't have a wallet yet. He still has a dime or a quarter. He's got change from his pizza. Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. To call, to call Damone. Who's busy watching leave it to beaver. <laughs> What, what happened? happened? What happened? Yeah, on a Friday night. It, that, so, for what it's worth, my favorite line in the whole movie, and one that I still use fairly regularly in my everyday life, is "Jeez, I'm really kind of busy, <laughs> yeah. Brad." And he's literally doing nothing. He's doing nothing. He's he's doing doing nothing. What he happened? Doing less. <laughs> and then he takes his time and eventually walks in with his newsboy cap on. He's like, "Hey, hey, Red, I found your wallet. Want it back?" Yeah. Well, and then fighting into. I've yeah. What is he? Know. It's like a pepper. It's one of those pickled something. peppers. Yes, they're pretty good. Like and it explodes out of his down. mouth. They're very good. I mean, th- those are those are those things. Like if you go to. Uh, certain delis and whatnot, yes. they'll, they'll have them on the plate with the pickles, yeah. those, those I get pickled it. peppers. But when you just bite in front of a woman and it, it just kinda weird. drips down, it's pretty gross. So it what, is kind of weird. What does Damone say, though, when he first gets there before he says, I found your wallet? You, He's uh, like, I come here says, all the time. Come yeah, here for the come, strudel. Come, it's, here for, <laughs> come here for the strudel. It's great. <laughs> Rat. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rat just wanted Damone to come then, on the date. <laughs> oh, you think so? On the way home, are we we assume, assume that Damone stole Ratner's tape deck? <laughs> oh, that's the first I've heard that. I his, like that. His sister's tape deck does get jacked out of the Toyota Corolla. Because immediately she nice apologized. Place. Sorry, sorry, your tape deck got stolen. I I feel like Damone did that. Uh, interesting. Hadn't thought about that. Um, they go back, but they get, he goes to drop her off. They get to Stacy's house and Stacy is putting out the signs. Yes. She's like, do you want to come in for a sec? They cruise in. Yeah. And she's like, where's, he's like, oh, where's your parents? Oh, they're out of town. Brad and I are watching the house for them. Will you live there? Right, you're not watching the house. You're just existing in the home you live in. But she's like, "I'm going to change my clothes. Can you unzip this?" This is this is the the most important scene in my theory. Yeah, that it's yeah. that if Rat liked her, everything is all lights are green, yep. and he decides to tap out because of reasons. Right. And Stacy, parents are out of town. Right? Yeah. There's no there's no reason to leave. Yeah. She's in her robe yeah. in her bedroom. They start yeah. to make out a little bit, and Rat. Bounces. I would have been wearing that out. Like, Although Rat, dad, Rat felt Vic differently. Morrow, her dad, Vic Morrow, was the bad dad in Bad News Bears. Yeah, so he was. That's true. And he was also, pretty fucking mean, and he loved slapping children. <laughs> caught a raw deal on that Twilight Zone movie. Yeah, it didn't go his way. That helicopter blade took care of everything. Yeah, <laughs> not an ideal situation. Uh, then maybe the greatest scene in the history of film follows this. It's pretty great. Spicoli is driving Charles Jefferson's Firebird 
And with, his younger brother, who's like 12? Yeah, he's... <laughs> He's got. They're getting high. He's got Charles Jefferson's brother in the passenger seat. He's driving. And my favorite line in cinematic history: "Oh, Derek's tits! I like sex." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's Charles, my favorite line. Charles Jefferson's little brother's like, "Seen the new Playboy?" And uh, and and Spicoli's like, "Good." And all he says, he's like, Bo Derek's tits. I like sex. I like all sex. Right. I like that. I like he's sex. taking that bold stance. I like <laughs> sex. It is a little bit of a weird thing to add on to the conversation. I mean, it, it doesn't need to be said. Full, full confession here. I like sex too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Dangerous stance, but I'm going to go ahead and provocative with you. Um, then they, they end up getting in a car accident and I think I might have that clip if I didn't close it. Oh, I may have lost it. It's, oh um, no. Here we go. They get, they end up getting in a car accident and the car's pretty fucked, but ever the optimist you can fix it. Spicoli might be able to put it back together. Let's take a look. <laughs> My brother's going to kill us. He's going to kill us. He's going to kill you and he's going to kill me. He's going to kill us. Hey, man, just be glad I had fast reflexes. My brother's going to shit. Make up your mind, dude. Is he going to shit or is he going to kill us? First he's going to shit, then he's going to kill us. Relax, all right? My old man is a television repairman. He's got this ultimate set of tools. I can fix it. Can't fix this car, Smokali. He looks out the car. It's covered in cinder dust. I can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so classic. One of the great scenes of all time. Um, but they're I, I love. I always yeah. love the way Smokali delivers that one line, and you, and you know that was like his own twist on it. It because it's so, so just out of nowhere. He's like. Make up your mind, dude. Is he going to shit or is he going to kill us? Yeah. <laughs> I just, the way he does that is so fucking cool. So good. Just one of the all-time great That's scenes. That's the thing. He's so insufferable, but he's such a fucking great actor. Oh, amazing. The next scene is so iconic, mm. so classic. It's just important. And... I watch it today and I'm like, oh, it's just not going to be as good as it was when I was a kid. And I could not have been more wrong. Stacy and Linda are chilling next to the pool. They're tanning. They're in their bathing suits. I think we should remind everybody so we can feel good about it. Only one person in this entire cast was sub 18. That was Nick Cage. He lied to get in, into the show. Yeah. So we can feel good about this scene. <laughs> It is kind of weird, though, that she was supposed to be in. They were both supposed to be in high school, and yet Jennifer Jason Lee was was like early eighteens. Yeah, like just she was right, barely there. But right. but uh, I think Kate's was nineteen. There, yes. I, I like when they're heading towards the back gate when Damone and Rat show up, yeah. and they're and Damone says to him, "Did you get this out of the hamper?" And just. <laughs> Damone's such a nag. It's such a and then Rat's response is so wimpy and awful. He goes, "Come on, man, this is clean." 
It's like you <laughs> big puss. He's the worst. Also, also, in a total nag move. Come on, man. Damone takes off his fedora and puts it on Rat's head. <laughs> <laughs> to, to just hey i look like a clown now you look like a clown <laughs> they're gonna let us in we're here to help you with your math homework they they cruise up they put their head over the fence and there's there's linda and uh stacy and linda just, looks good oh my uh, god she looks she so looks great like pretty much the best good. she's like <laughs> She's just so pretty. She's got a great body. She's got a great attitude. Like, what are they doing when when Rat and Damone show up? They're talking about climaxing. <laughs> like, but I like when they're Rat in the throes and, of climax and discussion. Damone show up and they're horsing around. She she doesn't give a shit about them and walks over to the diving board. No, yep. yeah, oh, her contempt for those two guys is awesome. Yeah, she's banging yeah, an adult. She's yeah. got her guy is in Chicago working for the airlines. Right, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Um, <laughs> and then Brad, Brad is I like, coming off the first day at his new job. They, uh, they, yeah, he's they, working along John Silver's. Captain, no, Captain Hook Fish and Chips. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yeah, he's got he's got to wear the pirate uniform. He's oh, not he happy. Those, he's depressed. He serves those twins who are dressed the same. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get a clam wedge. Adult the guys twins. who are ordering for each other, very get a cool. trout dog. I've I've that made, was like the shining twins. I've made <laughs> I've made this point many times, and I'll make it again. If you are an adult twin, that's fine. But you, for the good of society, you are not allowed in public with your twin. <laughs> It is too well, freaky for the rest of us. Well, I would say never dress the same. Well, of course not dress the same, but you guys also look identical. So do me a favor. Keep about 100 yards in between yourselves <laughs> at all times. Because I walk into Whole Foods and I see adult twins standing next to each other. It is fucking I'm jarring. Just, I'm just concerned about the dressing the same. I'm not going to ban them. I'm not going to put a. Oh, no, I'm banning. I'm no, banning. Okay. Oh, I'm banning. Live in separate states. Yes, live away from each other. Don't. It's fine if you want to get together for the holidays and stuff. That's cool. Indoors, <laughs> not in public spaces. You gotta occupy both coasts. Don't go to a game together. <laughs> oh no, no. Or if you do, different sections. Hey, I'll be in the low. Right. Hey, Tim. Left field. I'll, left field. Right field. Right. I'll be in the loge. You head up to the reserved. All right. They're Text me later. Tim and Tom or Tim and Jim. Similar a, names. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's very, very stressful for the rest of us. Um, so what else is going on? Oh, so Brad, Brad's depressed. He goes into the bathroom. Yeah. He goes in, he cracks that window and he just starts to have a go at himself. Yeah. Happens. This is the pre porn days. Like th- these days, you wouldn't like crack the window and just be checking out a chicken or bathing suit because you have access you have options, right? To everything that's ever been made on your computer or phone. But this, this Brad, he starts to have a fantasy. But to, to be honest, like to I the mean, cars, this, yeah. this is so, this is so well in bounds. Like there's nothing, there's nothing unrealistic about this scene. Like if no. you weren't jerking off, at least four times a day to girls at your high school, then you it's weren't true. you weren't normal. So it's true. this is very well in bounds here. Uh, you'd have the mental Rolodex. You'd see something at school and you go, oh, yes. I'm going to keep that for later. I'm going <laughs> to need that. That thing that I just saw 
is going to be useful to me the only thing at a later time. Ring true is I never jerked off to the cars. Not a bad, <laughs> not a bad band at no. the, in their era. Right. But it just wasn't the soundtrack of my jerking off. Well, music takes you out of it is a problem. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, he's having a fantasy where she gets out of the pool and she's like, hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were. And Ooh. she undoes that top. Where's that mist coming from? I think we know exactly where that mist is coming from. <laughs> Brad. Brad's fire hosing it from the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> Just seemed like an odd choice to have a sprinkler on in the background but at that point. Jack action. She she gets them out, and this is pre-implant era. These are some natural. Not I wouldn't say um, capital B big. No, perky natural. Per, they're they're really perfect. Yeah, they're nice. They're perfect. Just a great um, nipple ratio. Like great nipple color. Like. Everything I'll say nipple again. I don't care. The, and if you survey a generation so and a half, these are perfect. And it's I hadn't seen it in you know a decade or whatever. And Always I watched it today, to it. and I was like, oh my god, this is still just as good as it ever was. It is. That's how I feel magic. when I go to Peter Luger's. I think <laughs> yeah. it really can't. It can't be as good of a steak as I always imagine it to and be. It is, and every time delivers. They just age like. It. Just like Linda's cans. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> it's, it truly is special. Doesn't so, it feel like that, this scene kind of like made the career of Mr. Skin? Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Can't blame him. Can't blame him. I want to say this is the, the quintessential uh, nudity scene of the 80s, right? Yes. Oh, I, for sure. Of all, yeah. of all time. Of all time. all time. What are you going to say? Citizen Kane? Yeah, Showgirls? But the, but, no, because it was before thing. it was yeah. everywhere. It was it was exactly. just it was explicitly in there for that, yeah. and it was done well with the perfect person in the perfect movie, yep. and it was on cable all the time. Yep. So you turn on your HBO, and you knew you still had forty. You weren't leaving until that was over, and you couldn't pause it. It no. wasn't TiVo. You didn't have yes. AHS. You didn't have DVDs or Netflix. You for had to wait for sure. it, and you yeah. would. Yeah, well, every yeah, time, hundred percent of the time. Yes. And I, this, I, this scene, I, I'm getting the the uh, the whole sequence mixed up. Was this right after um, Nancy Wilson from Heart laughs at him in the convertible, or is this before? Was he before. still working? It's before, in? yeah, he, he's still working there. This is before he's still he had, had a full Trump. psychotic that was break. The day he yeah. quit when he threw the food, all the food. Right, out the he's just all bummed out. That, and that's Nancy Wilson from Heart. That's yet to come. It, okay. But isn't it ironic that the uh, really the takeaway scene from the entire movie, from a visual standpoint, and she left this indelible mark on that uh, decade. But she, I think, she had the least accomplished career of of any of these actors. Yeah, she, she probably couple, yeah. Right? She kind of retired. She got married to Kevin. Klein. She was in Goon. She was uh, in Gremlins. Gremlins. Fred, yeah, got dead Fred, and then. She got married to Kevin Klein, and he's quite a bit older than her, I think. And they had kids, and she just kind of like stepped away from the business and did her thing as a mom. Whatever. He must must be a ridiculous coxman. Yeah, (laughs) he's probably pieced up. (laughs) That fish called Wanda must be a giant salmon. Yeah. More like a hog called Kevin. Right. Look like a big tuna. <laughs> so 
that we're back at school. Jeff Spicoli, he's sitting in class. He's got one of those um, Mexican ponchos, ponchos on, yeah. <laughs> AKA, AKA the drug rug. And I'm putting it out there a hundred percent. I'm putting it out into the ethos. I had one of those as a kid oh, yeah. and I'm hundred percent getting one again. <laughs> You're going to see me check my Instagram at Brian Beckner. You're going to see me soon rocking. Like when it gets cold again in the fall, I'm going to be rocking one of those drug rugs. I need one. <laughs> He's sitting there. He's got a turtleneck on. He's, you know, it's winter. He's chilling. And Taylor Negron, comedian and character actor, delivers a, delivers a pizza to the classroom. And he says, <laughs> who had the double cheese and sausage? And, and Spicoli's like, right here, bud. And he has, he's got the whole interaction with Mr. Hand. And Mr. Hand's like, oh, no, I got you. And he takes the pizza away. And he plops it on his desk and he starts randomly calling people up out of, which is a, which is a classic move. He doesn't, it's not just ran. It's not just um, whoever wants a slice. He's awarding yeah. slices. Stacy got students. one. And the guy that told him there's a birthday party gets but, one, but they come up and they get a slice of pizza. There's no fucking nope. sausage. I, on that I, yes. Pizza. I noticed That's a that cheese pizza. Hey, nothing wrong with the cheese pizza. Now a sausage pizza better than a cheese pizza but that gets delivered to me and i crack it open i'm like dude where's the sausage where's the sausage and, like take this back and i want to point out right before the pizza just delivered because stacy's in that class she's fantasizing about damone and she draws a cartoon of her with damone and it's walter white the cartoon of heidenberg, <laughs> heidenberg. heisenberg shut up i totally missed that yeah like sunglasses frown wow yeah she's drawing a picture of her in heisenberg now did this did this season uh did this scene happen before or after uh we find out that spicoli and his brother put the uh the wrecked car for everybody to see and this is after this is after yeah it was how did they get it there how it's Kind of interesting that it's like the middle of the school day, and all of a sudden there's a wreck Trans Am directly in front of Kill the high Lincoln. school. I saw, yeah. I Assassinate saw thematic blocking issues with the Lincoln game. I thought oh, did Lincoln. You, did you? I mean, it, I I get it. Jefferson was fired up. You but figured I they'd key in on him. I mean, wouldn't you put a fullback? Right. Well, block. No, yeah, you right. go. You go to a hard it's, count. He's jumping over the line. You just <laughs> yeah. you, you just you hard count him one time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like when you're jumping over the line, a hard count. All right, you got five <laughs> yards. Really? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers might uh, have broken the legs, but they would have like six <laughs> offsides penalties. Yeah. Uh, really, really. By the way, Brian, you touched on it briefly, but yes. one of the great when the banner when they're getting ready for the football game, yeah. the banner and the buttons that say "Assassinate Lincoln" so is incredible. Yeah, yeah they're playing. It's Lincoln. incredible. It's so. And good. then on Jefferson's car, it says "Lincoln kills." <laughs> yes, Lincoln kills. So good. Um, but it it it's it's doesn't really pass the smell test. I feel like people would be like, really? Did they, because it's, it's would be a criminal offense. Like the police <laughs> yeah. would be involved at that. Yeah. This that isn't kidnapping happened. the, uh, this isn't kidnapping the mascot. This is, uh, this is right. a, a felony. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's this not isn't like the goat from wildcats. We, exactly. we, we, need, <laughs> yes. we need actual answers. Worst to speak. Okay. I'm glad you brought that oh, up, Ed, because, on. The best film Goldie nudity Hawn. ever oh, yeah. in oh. Fast Times. Yes. Worst in the bathtub, topless scene yeah. ever. She's Goldie like Hawn under in the, the tub. Water, though. It's 
horrible. Yeah, she's not. She wasn't. Yeah. No, she was a dancer. She wasn't. William Hurt, but that, William that didn't need brother. to be there. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Also, she had a perm yeah. at no. that point. No, it wasn't good. Um, great so then Damone walks. Stacey. Cherulo was underrated. Walk Stacy home. He was a little old to be in high Chirulo? school. Cherulo, yeah, yeah, Cherulo oh, yeah. was. He, was he the third. guy with the real bad farts? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Chir- he had he had headbutted the lockers. But when and Cherulo was also the guy in Bad Boys. I'm just pointing out. I got about Morales? nine yeah. minutes before no. I get a divorce because it's my anniversary and I'm supposed to go out to dinner. So oh. let me speed this along. But Stacy had pelts in her hair when Damone picked her up. Yeah, that's right. Yes, she had pelts. She looked. Oh yeah, yeah. She had some feathers. She had something clipped in there. Uh, yeah. So they go. They go to the pool house, and I'm not saying there's there's someone within the sound of my voice right now that has a lot of experience having high school sex in pool adjacent areas. I'm not going to, I'm not going to out him for that. What do you mean? But this, uh, this, this guy, Jason, that's one down, but this guy, uh, this guy, Damone. Yeah. He will rock and fire. He's not the kind of guy that takes precautions. No, he doesn't wrap up. And also he's not really into the, enjoyment of his partner would not classify he's him gonna as satisfy a himself generous lover no. a race to the finish <laughs> <laughs> uh so damone sexes are in the pool house things aren't going great for brad he just gets sadder and sadder um damone's pimping cheap trick tickets at the school and stacy comes up she's got a problem um, and it, this is like kind of the original gaslighting because Stacy's like, Hey, look, I'm pregnant. And, and, uh, Damone's like, well, how do you know it's mom? That's you know it's another mom? great line. Yeah. Is it immediate action is, well, you're easy. So why is yeah. you sure it's me? And she's like, you're the only guy I've been with. And then, and then That's he's like, true. And then the he's like, wanted it more than I did. Yeah. You wanted it more than I did. Whoa. That but that's when she took it back. That's yes. when she got upset. Yes. Like he called her a whore and yes. she didn't blush. He said that. And then when he goes, "Well, you wanted more than I did," she goes, "No, take that back." That's the part <laughs> yes, that you're going to take yes, a stand on. Yeah. That. But <laughs> it's uh, time, he's right because his pickup line was "Got any? Got any iced tea?" Yeah, and then she had sex with him. That's seems like she wanted it more. Well, than she's he the did. she's no, the she most was, hungry person in the thirsty. whole movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And it is kind of weird. Except that when you think back to the 80s, everyone did have iced tea back then. I love I th- iced tea. Oh, iced tea Great was just, just such a regular drink back in the day. Everyone would have some in their fridge. And you just don't see iced tea around much as much these days as you but used he, to. He does. He kind of lives out his mantra. He's on Law & Order SVU. Didn't he, didn't he say, hey, this is some great iced tea. Yeah, I know. Like some really good iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> Every so, drink you have is the greatest drink. So they agree that yeah, that is his move. So they agree to split the cost of the abortion one hundred seventy five dollars yeah, and a ride at the free clinic, and he's got to give a ride. And then just his his ticket scalping business clearly not thriving because he's yeah, home. I, so I took a screenshot. Same of here. Him when he's trying it's to amazing. raise money, I took a screenshot. It's amazing. And he has Tell us about those it. Traditional Ben Franklin pro con list. So on one column, it's people who owe me. 
We got fifty dollars. Guy named Rick Shasta that's for the, REO. That's the, that's who he's on the phone with. Can't give yeah. you what I don't it's have, man. Wagon. Give I'm it to you on Wednesday. Yeah, fifty dollars, ten dollars. Dina Phillips, knack. Yep, I mean, after knack. my Sharona, how, how many more songs do you need from the knack? Yeah, they were big back then. Uh, they, have, and, they have two songs: my Sharona and not and my. Not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's kind of like Chubby Checker. He had Twist and then like Christmas Re- Twist. He had like a lot twist. of variations. <laughs> right. Back to We're the twisted twist. again. Then he just has $5 Ratner. No Rat, explanation. Five just $5 Ratner. Then $20 David Brandt Clash. So we've got somebody named Rick Chasta who owns 50, uh, owes 50 for the REO Speedwagon. And then David Brandt, $20 Clash. Seems like David Brandt got a better deal. 100%. Now, in the then other expenses, column, the expenses. expenses. Column, first, first one up, abortion, $75. Yeah. Well, it's his yeah. number one expense. I feel like that doesn't need to be written down. I feel like you would then always know that. Rod, then Rod Stewart, $60, yeah. question mark. Yes, I thought I the same I assume the question thing. mark is pumping his stomach full of yes. semen. Is, <laughs> that, is that the question mark part? These are both liabilities. He owes he owes 75 bucks. For what he did to Stacy, he owes sixty bucks for what Rod Stewart did to him. <laughs> he's got he's got yeah. two lot medical procedures that he's liable for. <laughs> one and both are things that need to get sucked out. <laughs> so he pump, fails. Pumped out. He fa- he fails on yeah. collecting. He can't. And this is Trav. I know this is your favorite part. Stacy's waiting out front. She can't. Uh, she she's waiting for Damone to pick her up. Right, she calls. He's him. not showing up. She calls him, and what does what does the mom say? He's in the he's in the garage helping his father. Yeah, <laughs> he can't he can't go <laughs> abort this child because he's in the garage helping his father. But what? But, I mean, but what do what do we learn haven't, later? Haven't when, we all been through that? Well, and the other part is when he comes out, he like lives in an apartment. He lives in an upstairs apartment. <laughs> right, yeah. right. There is no garage. There's no garage. Unless his yeah. father was a mechanic and he was at the garage. Right. There's also like no Like a Miyagi garage? Right, right. Complex. right. Very, very strange. He's helping his father in the garage. He says he can't come to the phone, Stacy. He's in the garage helping his father. Um, so she, Stacy. So poor Ratner starts, starts sniffing it out. He starts realizing what happened with his yeah. buddy. Well, he's just upset that uh, Stacy got there first. Well, Stacy gets a ride to the abortion from her brother, yeah. and then she does not to exactly sell the ruse. Like he has not even pulled away from the curb. She doesn't even walk into the bowling alley. She just walks up to the door and turns around, and then skips across Ventura Boulevard <laughs> to the abortion clinic. Yeah, like, is this, this when is this when Reinhold's wearing the extra small Cleveland Indians jersey? Yes, yes tucked in, yes. tucked in. Yes, he's got his jersey tucked in. <laughs> well, and if he's sensitive enough to wait for her and give her, wouldn't he go into the clinic with her and help her through a difficult moment? Kind of weird. And then she she comes in from the vacuuming and she or she leaves. She tells the nurse she's like. Oh, I told. She's like, I told my, uh, I told my boyfriend away downstairs, and the nurse is like, like she'd never heard that one before. Is right. like, oh yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah, you're good, good enough for she, me. She runs downstairs, and there her brother's waiting, and he's like, since when do you go bowling anyway, sis? It was like the end of a different strokes episode, and, and the follow up was, so whose is it? Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, dude, that's a little insensitive. Or, yeah, she, yeah well, hey, are you also, okay? 
Shouldn't it be past tense? Who's right. was it? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you okay? Like, hey, like, I mean, is there anything I can help you with? Yeah. I mean, so whose is it? And then, so then, he go, and then he goes, are you hungry? This is when Ratner, but then Ratner confronts him in the locker room. Yes. Where we have our Ishmael Valdez, Eric Caros <laughs> moment. And then Ratner I, takes the old timey John L. Sullivan fighters pose. <laughs> He's ready to like, you know, you know, you know that style where the, the yeah. fists are towards your face. That kind of yeah. Thing. He's <laughs> and meanwhile they're alone arguing. But when it comes to the the potential of nude fisticuffs, the camera goes wide, and there's a bunch of dudes with bowl cuts just standing there, so with a just a little bit of drool coming <laughs> down the side of their mouth. And Jim. Then, because they the really teacher, wanted to watch. Gym teacher's wearing a sweater vest Kinda, and he breaks it up. Yeah. Seems like a gym teacher wouldn't need a sweater vest. <laughs> kind of weird. Seems like overkill in the gymnasium. Um, then the last, probably the uh, the biggest, the last uh, iconic scene of the movie is where they go to the morgue. Where Mr. Vargas gets his turn to star and they uh they allude to it at the beginning of the movie they foreshadow it that hey if you're in this class don't you know that at some point you go to the morgue and mr vargas holds up um parts of dead bodies and that actually does happen like livers and tumors and stuff and and the best part is is that spicoli not actually in the class goes on the field trip we have the clip (laughs) hey you in my class i am today There's whose husband is this that's desperate assisting? Who are these guys? Most of them are derelicts, Greg. They sold their derelicts bodies to medicine great word. for money. About uh, thirty dollars, I think. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Righteous bucks. This gentleman here is named Arthur. Arthur was good enough to die last week of heart failure, and we are fortunate enough today to view his body. In its pristine state. The fact that the corner's chewing gum is just like the best part of this movie. Now here, an incision has been made. The ribs have been sawed off, allowing us to remove the breastplate and really observe the human organs as they exist in their natural state. Here we have the human lungs. And here is the human heart, which you can see is actually located in the center of your chest. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Vargas agrees. Uh, um, after that, they have final exams where everyone's cheating, which is like the most reminiscent of high school for me because I would totally do the like write the as tiny as possible on a section of a three by five card and <laughs> sneak it in with me. Uh, everybody's cheating on finals. Uh, Mr. Hand comes over to Jeff's house and Jeff Spicoli's all stoned. Doesn't clear his bong, by the way. Like he take he takes a rip out of his bong, leaves it all full of smoke. That's a number one foul. You're supposed to take all the smoke out of the chamber. Um, then there's a dance, and it's weird because the cover band is playing an Eagles song, and yet everyone in the crowd doesn't leave. <laughs> I thought that was kind of did it strike anybody else as odd that oh well, the the Eagles are playing and and everyone's staying very strange. Um, Life in the fast lane, though. Mister Vargas. He's there with his wife. She's good looking. R.I.P. 
she's the one. She must have had a happy ending. That bought it at Phil Spector's house. Oh no way! She to quote to yeah. quote to quote Phil Spector. She tasted the gun. <laughs> um, not good. Stacy and Rat reconnect. It looks like they end up having a torrid love affair, we learn. Never see it. Unconsummated, it's true. It's true. too. That's true. Well, yeah, you never know. And, I know. Oh, and Brad Hamilton, he's working at 7-Eleven where he, along with Spicoli, foil a robbery. Let's tune in. <laughs> You worked at All American Burger seven months ago. Always making a purchase. Uh, I knew it. Uh. He reaches down in front of the counter and he pulls out a Kern's Nectar, which is a beverage I used to enjoy. I used to get the peach. Uh, that's not a chilled area as far as I know. <laughs> it's just it's room a, temperature. He pulled out a room temperature Kern's Nectar. <laughs> also, there's loose cookies just on the counter. Are you allowed to just grab one of those? What's the deal with that? It's the well, valley it's like in the 80s. Otis Spunkmeyer. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Do, it doesn't seem very hygienic. I don't think the health department would like that. Well, but he's, he's counting his money. He's got, he's got to like pull the fuzz out of his change. Pays with change. Why don't you get a job, Spicoli? What for? You need money. money. <laughs> All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Thanks. Can I use your bathroom? Yeah, go ahead. Right. First door on the left. Like up this ramp? First door on the left. And then the um, guy comes in to rob the place. What are you doing? It's safe. He looks like he's Behind hiding something. Ed, do we place. know if this guy turned out to be anybody, the robber? Open it up. You mean Michael Tandino? Is that who it is? Come on, come on! Oh, oh from I just started it. Michael Tandino, the guy from Beverly Hills, Cop? Beverly Hills Cop. Shut oh, up! Oh, that is. Amazing. Uh, That's just, his buddy. They just taught me the procedure. Yes. And I, I, let me figure it out. Oh, let me take yeah. it. Come on, shithead, let's go! Brad gets aggressive. <laughs> Michael Tandino gets distracted by Spicoli and Hamilton, Hamilton thinks fast on his feet. He does. He he nails him with the full pot of hot coffee directly in the face. Like this guy probably looks like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hamilton. Classic line. Great. And that's how it wraps up. It's interesting that I think it's interesting, Brian, that you asked Ed if the guy ever ended up being somebody. James Russo is the actor who did play uh, Plantino and in Beverly Hills Cop. He also went on to be one of the suspects in the capture of the Green River Killer that I have the uh, pleasure of sharing the scene with, and as I was the lie detector. Yeah, you were a cop in that one, Jason. You did a you wow. James, he was so, Mr. Lie Detector. One degree of separation. Jason Stewart starred Crazy. 
alongside the robber. Trying to see how far down on his IMDb page that uh, Green River Killer thing shows up. Wow. (laughs) He was in Django and Jay Donnie Brasco. He was in a bunch of stuff. The guy works. The guy's a worker. He's a character Uh, actor. He's been around. Okay, let's wrap it up. Jason Stewart, anything to add? Um, I have nothing to add, but to sum up, uh, this is one of my top five movies of all time. Um, I, I have almost nothing bad to say about it. I showed it to my son in the last year and he laughed out loud at it. It stands up because the themes are still very Classic. relevant. Um, everything about it is good. God, uh, God bless Cameron Crow for writing the, this thing. There's just not, uh, there's just not anything bad about it. Ed Daly, it is your, what number anniversary is it for you? You've been married quite a long time. Is it 20 years yet? This is, this is 18. 18 um, so, year anniversary. Congratulations just, to you. I just got that. I just got that death look. Yeah, it's time to go. Our, our reservations are for three minutes from now. So, okay, uh, <laughs> okay head <laughs> out. Which, good to have you as always. Um, Travis Rogers, anything to add? I kind of similar to Jason, just that this is not only one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's one of the funniest movies of all time. And it's a popular movie that doesn't yeah, always go together. Sometimes. The, the the popularity yeah, of them don't, don't sync up with them actually being really good movies. And this is both holds up too. And Comedy. think about the fact that this holds up. It's thirty six years ago. Yes. Yeah, it you, holds up. Yeah. You go back and look at a lot of your favorite movies from childhood, and they're just not as funny as you remember them. And that is not the case for Fast Times and the scene. High. The scene. Yeah, and the scene is it's it's even better than you're remembering it. Uh, okay, let's let Ed Daly head out. I'm very, very appreciative (laughs) of everybody that could join us today. Thank you very much. So for Ed Daly, for Travis Rogers, for Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Snake into the toilet bowl. Shine the snake inside the bathroom. Shine the snake while Linda is in the pool. Shine the snake in the pirate suit. Oh, wow.